everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Look, I almost tripped up on that, Peter. You got Remember it right, Craig. Amazing. Remember back in the day, the first five intros? I it was, was like, so painful. What? Yeah, it was painful. Anyway, good to have everybody back in the room. And today we are very excited to welcome our in-house MC. You may know him from the Millennial Whisper or Savior Asks. I always worry about when I say that word because it's hard for me to say that. Chris Tuff. So Chris today is here with Peter and I, and uh, we're just going to have what's called a fireside chat, but there's no fire. So it's kind of weird, but you know, let's roll with this. Chris, what do you got for us today, uh, buddy? I love it. I love, well, you know, what's cool about this right now, guys, I don't know if you realize it, but this is going to be the exact same environment that we're going to be doing in Austin at the summit. Oh, and, funny you uh, mentioned <laughs> summit. Funny you mentioned the summit. I just got off the phone. I found out there's still two VIP tickets left. Two are left. Uh, but there are general admission tickets, the general admission versus VIP. I don't know about you, Pete, but I, I kind of think of Chris as a VIP type of guy. You know, when I think of Chris Toff, what do you think of? 100%. Just yeah. centric, 100% VIP. You know, yellow flare, glasses flare, are VIP. Flare he's points. Got, flare. He's got 10 points of flare. Plus, you're, well, for those watching us on video right now, you're in front of an owl and the feathers of the owl look like they're coming out of your head, which is kind of cool. Exactly. Uh, and if you're so, not watching, well, that's reason to tune into YouTube and just see that alone. Pete's hair looks luxurious, <laughs> by the way. Incredibly luxurious. I haven't seen you in a while, Pete. Letting that sucker grow out. But it's usually under a hat. But uh, yeah. okay, Chris, All right. All don't right. keep Craig so off task. No, I mean, I think it's important to, I've now been alongside you guys for uh, uh, just over a year. And, you know, I, from my perspective, I never thought I would enjoy dentists as much as I have. And, and also working with you guys, because I get to see such tangible impact that you make on all of these practices, you know, specifically with the 16, 17 master, masterminders uh, attending this past year. But Talk, let's go way back, because I think it's important, especially for new listeners to understand why, why did you guys create Bulletproof to begin with? Okay, Peter, insert self-deprecating comment or not, not, not self-deprecating, self-aggrandizing comment. Yeah, self-aggrandizing comment. Chris, I started it um, way back, you know, and honestly, it started based on me hearing podcasts. There wasn't too much noise. There were, back then, there were only a few dental podcasts, honestly. And I, and I thought to my, I was finding myself having conversations saying like, ah, that's not what I would say. That's not what I would say. And finally, I was like, you know, maybe I should just give my point of view. And that's when Craig started hitting me up and saying, can I be a part? Can I be a part? Can I be a part? And it yes. sounded good because then it gave me a voice to say, well, right, yeah. we're, we're the yin and the yang. Yeah. So the truth lies somewhere between those two comments. Pete, uh, uh, you know, we, we've stood on the shoulders of giants and, um, Pete had, uh, I, Pete did something. It was like, I don't know how it showed up, but it was like a cell. It was a fulfillment, uh, monologue you did. Uh, you did something about, I can't even remember what it was, but it, oh, really, yeah. it really resonated with me. And, you know, for those of you who don't know the story, Pete and I met, you know, on the gram, you know, he, he reached out to me and told me how much he had a crush, uh, a bromance for me, for me. That this is, true. is true. But anyway, we, we look together and we say like, okay, look, we've got our butts kicked. We've learned a lot. And imagine if we had this opportunity, if we could rewind the clock 20 years ago or 15 years ago and say, what are the things that are going to get us caught? Where are we going to get our tail caught in a crack? How, how could, could we do this better? And that's how it was born. 
And, uh, you know, Chris, the other day, we, we just got that uh, text the other day from someone who listened to a recent podcast and, you know, just, just to transform or help one single person makes it all valuable. And we've spent so much money, you know, the tuition in life is not free. You either pay an ass kicking or you pay in dollars and we've paid in both. So this is a way to give it forward. That's, I think, sums it up how Peter. Yeah. And the ethos was altruism, I think, Chris, and to sum it up, you know, um, Obviously, it's turned into more than that because just we, we kept getting clues of people having life-changing epiphanies based on the stuff we were telling. And, and we had our own life-changing epiphanies, like Craig said, on the shoulders of giants. And so, you know, now it's more of a kind of, you know, it's a podcast. It's, it's you know, we do summits. There's mastermind. There's more to it than, than it really started out to be. But the ethos is still pure. And, and by the way, there's, a, there's another secondary um, ethos of, of altruism as well. One thing that pisses Peter and I off. And so some of this is like just pure altruism. Some of it is also like, damn, I can't believe we've, we've hired, Peter and I have both hired, you know, dental consultants who will remain nameless. You can't get it out of Peter who it is or who I was, but very well-known people. And we've just gotten so taken advantage of and we're so mad. Like I, we, I was at a, a Serona summit with Peter and I'm like, Oh my God, I love that guy. He's like, Oh my God, don't even bring that guy over here. I'm like, why? He's like, I want to like, I'm so mad at that person. That person. Yeah, I might charged punch me. him in the nose. He's like, I'm like, Oh, but he's so funny. Jumps around. He's great. I'm like, no, 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 no. I pay that guy. Tried to charge me tens of thousands of dollars and did nothing for me. 60,000, 60,000. Then like later on that night, we're having cocktails. Like, Oh, look at those guys over there. Pete says to me, I'm like, don't talk to that guy. I'm like, why? That guy just like completely like sold me a whole bunch of whole life insurance and totally ripped me off. And we're sitting there like we are sophisticated business people. We are not novices. And we got completely taken advantage of by non-dentists who teach dentists. So there was another layer of like, okay, we've got to do that. We've got to do this. I always say in life, if you can do something, if you can right a wrong, if you can fulfill a noble purpose, you must do it. You're obligated to do it. So Peter and I had literally that story at a Serona world event all on the same day. So would you, would you guys say that the impact that you've been able to have with both the podcast, uh, as well as the summit and the mastermind, has it exceeded kind of your own expectations of the impact you intended to make, or are you kind of at the beginning of that journey? Where are you? Would you say? Can I answer B all the above or D all the above? I mean, for sure, when we look back, you know, our first summit, I remember this moment, like, because uh, Peter and our first contact was August 26th of, I don't remember, maybe four or five years ago. And we looked, I, we were having our first summit, like within 24 months of us just meeting. And, you know, there was like 90 people there or whatever it was, you know, there's a lot of people there. And it, I think it's just, it, it, it speaks to the need. Um, there's a need in dentistry for real. And there's a lot of people telling you how to do it and they just haven't done it. And, you know, Peter and I have learned immense, like in the last six months, I would say that Peter and I have learned more about dental business and what we want to do and how we're doing it. We're actually reinventing ourselves as we speak. Peter and I have had aha moments over the last two, three months. We're like, oh my God, imagine if we could start it over. This is how I would do it. This is what we do. So the content's just getting started, you know? So um, I just feel that the, wouldn't you say that Pete, like, don't you feel that you've learned more in the last six months than the prior two? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, I think Chris, we've continued to refine that the, the, the ways in which we communicate, like, I think, I think practice is making progress, not 
not perfection, right? Practice is making us refine that. That's why we've morphed into it. First, we started with like, well, here's what we think are the pillars of what it makes a great practice. And it was like the pillars and then it was gears. And now we've evolved into like a lot more sophisticated training methodology of like making dentistry not so complicated because all these people that we alluded to seem to say like, well, you can't do this without a $60,000 consultant. You can't do this without a blah, 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 blah. You can't, unless you do this course. You know, and so people make it so dentistry so complicated and it's really not that complicated when you boil it down and distill it into components and then just get some understanding and macro awareness around that. So that was probably a long winded way, but that is that is where it's evolved into because like Craig is saying, we continually get our ass kicked, we continually keep learning, we continue and then we and then we distill that down and then redeploy that to help others. And by the way, we have yeah. this conversation a lot too. Like the other day, Pete was saying like, hey, he had this epiphany about like a, a very large macro change. I'm like, Peter, we got to bring this up in the podcast. And we're going we're gonna to do a podcast on it. We're just kind of formulating how to, you know, the, the context and all the data behind it. But it was this idea of like, oh man, you know, I, I thought it should be done this way. I'm like, okay. And then we, so we, we're morphing our message as we learn it. So there's a, there's a lot of topics that we want to talk about. We want to talk about things like, you know, shame in dentistry. There's a podcast coming up on that and like how people are like, I'm just a GP or I'm just an associate or I'm just, uh, you know, I don't own a practice. I want to talk about things like, why is it per, so pervasive that people feel the need to own a practice? Is it really, if you're a solo doc and you work for yourself, is it really a business too? Or, or would you be better off working as an associate of a very, very well-run practice and diversifying your money into other assets? There's, you know, we've, we've kind of been sold this narrative that the only asset in dentistry is to own your practice. I'd rather be a dentist who works three days a week, who has a diversified portfolio of income-producing real estate than a guy who owns one single practice, hmm. personally, if I was a solo dentist. So there's so much PPO versus fee for service and how there's shame about PPO and, you know, and, and bravado and, and fee for service. And by the way, these are different answers. If you are a solo practicing guy versus a multi-doctor, multi-location guy, different answers for each of those person, people. So, so I think it's important, Pete, you, you started to talk about the evolution of Bulletproof and, you know, more than anything, how can you create essentially a curriculum that doesn't overwhelm the dentist or practice owner. And, and that has brought you to, or all of us to the pathway, which the pathway, the summit in July will follow the pathway, which I think is going to be a massive breath of fresh air for everyone out there. Yeah. The but curriculum is changing. Yeah. It. So you're right, talk Chris, the, the pathway helps uh, distill it down, right? Eat the elephant one bite at a time. So the summit will go into not the pathway in totality because we just don't have time in two days to do it, you know, so, but it will form the curriculum for the mastermind class of 2021, 22, right. And we will go deep dive each month through all of that. But the evolution, it, like I said, it was really, it was, it was, I had this epiphany kind of, a, it was literally not a cliche. It's a cliche, but I had this epiphany in the shower and it was like, wait a second. Why, why are we making it so like, why is dentistry always communicated so complex? And yes, it's not completely linear all in its, all in its life cycle, but, but there are things that you need to cover and look at. And then there are components with each one of those that you can then learn and expound on. And so that's, that was the whole, look, it wasn't as simple as columns of buckets of like, okay, it's simple. Here's leadership. And here's, it, it wasn't that simple. It was a little more complex and that's where the pathway was born. 
And, and yeah, the pathway I mean, will probably still evolve, right? I'm not saying that we've, we've said it and forget it on that. It will probably still evolve based on what Craig and I continue to learn in our own ecosystems. And we also learned a lot from the mastermind, although, you know, everybody prognosticated what their goals would be and everybody exceeded their goals, even in, not even knowing about COVID, which is huge. But we realized like, okay, what's a more sustainable methodology to train people? And everybody, you know, so as a little, we wanted to organize it. Um, of course, in my brain, I don't mind like eating all different types of information at the same time. But I remember the emotion you had when you formulated it, Peter. It was like, it was almost like a, I don't remember the exact words, but it's like, this is my life's work. It was something of that magnitude. It was a legacy piece. Legacy it was a legacy piece. piece. It, I think it would be something that survived, you know, like, yeah, that'll be something that I'll maybe remember for. Yeah, so that's, that's what I said. Um, that's awesome. But, but you know, Chris, um, it, you know, I, I, obviously we're proud of it. And I think it, it really will help a lot of people. Um, and, you know, and honestly, it's a proven methodology. Like Craig was saying, from the mastermind clients, we were able to, it's a proven methodology. If you dig into these core components of this pathway, if you dig in, you learn, and you, and you really audit the way your practice is doing it, it's almost a guarantee that your practice will thrive. I don't mean survive. I mean, you will thrive if you focus on this pathway. Thrive in any market. And, and COVID, when I mean any market, I mean any market. And COVID proved that to us because all of our clients in Mastermind who we dug into exceeded their goals in a pandemic of they started to pre-pandemic. If that's not well, just resounding hell yes, then I don't know what is. Well, I think one of, the, one of the most compelling things to watch as a non-dentist in the group is that every single dentist, if you look at the pathway, they have their strengths, you know, their areas of strength, and then they have their areas of weakness. And what was cool to watch happen was how everyone contributed with their strengths to the other people's weaknesses. And so I'm going to throw a question out there, guys, because I, I think it's important. Chris, you're making a put a pin in that just for a second. I don't ever say that yeah. as a correct term, but you're making a very amazing point is that you don't have to become a master of all things of the pathway and no one should be, but you have to create awareness around your practice and awareness is a superpower. I'm not good at this. I need to hire for this, but knowing the steps in the pathway and knowing where you may fall short is a power. Mm. Back to your pin. Sorry. Yeah. So looking at the the mastermind of six, what was it? 16 dentists uh, in, in retrospect after a year through a pandemic, right? Uh, talk from your own kind of perspective. What was the most profound for you uh, in terms of uh, kind of tangible stories of what came out of the the, the impact of both this pathway, but also the, the group mentality or, or kind of helping each other out. Yeah, I would think that there was uh, just watching the epiphanies of people, right? Having doubt and then starting a, a process or a new project or digging into something that we were working on in our in our one-on-one, -on -one, you know, in our, in our calls that we would have. And then being that have this, this trepidation, you could hear it in their voice, like, okay, I don't know. And then kind of, you know, having the, the, the clues of getting a little success that they would bang on and be like, Oh my God, this is working. It's actually tracking this way. You know, my new patients are going up. My team is happier. And then seeing the change that's manifesting in such a dark time of when we were kind of coming out of this mm -hmm. uncertain times, that to me was like the, the, that to me was like the, the everything, 
it was it was giving giving light where there was a lot of dark. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, Chris, I don't know if this was a you thing or maybe it was one of our friends that said it before, but people, the the, the information that's given at the summit is sufficient if you can apply it. If you know, there's sufficient information to transform your practice and transform your way of thinking about your practice. If you can apply it, people don't like, you know, even like a personal trainer, for example, we all know if you've worked out before, y'all know how to work out. A personal trainer is paid for because you need accountability. You need someone to help you implement. And I think that's where the mastermind differs from the summit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that there's this, there's, there is revolutionary content in the mastermind because you have a group of people. And believe me, I feel like I, I learned just as much. You know, everybody was at the end thanking us, Peter and I, and I left that last call like, damn, I just felt so grateful for everybody because, you know, it's just nice to know. And, and there's cumulative and group knowledge. But I do believe that if someone went to the summit with their entire team and was able to divide and conquer, the office manager went off with Erica, the, the hygienist went off with, you know, Sharissa and Britt and, and the docs were with us or the doctor was with us. And they left that, that, that area, that, that, that um, point with an implementation strategy, I don't think they really, you know, that person may not even need the mastermind with a crew of people. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And also Chris, what's, what I think is so fascinating about the summit is that, is that it grabs people wherever they are, meaning that we have a lot of students that they're trying to come, right? Because they're hearing like, wow, this is, this is the stuff in dentistry. And then we also have very, you know, we have then startup practitioners and then we have very, very experienced multi-location yeah, docs that are looking that are to- course instructors. That we are going to go next level. That was a uh, uh, part of our mastermind. And they're though. all getting equal amount of takeaway. The takeaway is different, but, uh, but I think it's cool is that we can, we can deploy information and it can be disseminated how, how it needs to be interpreted by that person, right? Um, which, is, which is really neat. It's not focused on, okay, this is for startup practices. It's just, it's just dentistry and, and it's yeah. pick your scale kind of thing. Business too. Yeah. Well, I think and what's it, also cool about what you guys are building right now, uh, I mean, and it's pretty much done, is that this is different than any other summit in the past, right? Like speak, speak to that a, a little well, can bit. I, can I jump not, into, for the obvious yeah. reasons, we have the pathway that Peter so eloquently put together. So it gives you a, a predictable process to absorb the information, which I think is really helpful for you know, 90% of people out there. Most people can't just grab what they need. But what I think is more transformative than anything else is like, you've got like, you've got ADOM, American Academy of Dental Office Management. You got the hygiene summits, you got the, the dental summits. But, I, but what winds up happening is Hygienist comes back all excited. Office manager comes back all excited from different things, but there's never an immersive experience. And one thing I learned from like Tony going to Tony Robbins courses is they always say like, if you date with destiny, people joke around and call it date with divorce. Because what happens (laughs) is you'll go on your own and you'll come back like all energized and you'll be on fire. And your spouse is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I want the old Chris back. Where's this? What's this new Chris? And it creates a problem. So what I love about this and, you know, thanks to Tony and seeing those immersive experiences, your whole office should be going together. Maybe you can't afford doing the whole office or maybe you can. That's a decision you have to make. I personally think that's the best investment you could think you could ever make as an investment in your team. But let's just say you bring a couple stakeholders, your office manager, someone who's an office manager, a hygienist and an assistant or whoever it is. And you all go in and we, we break off. The office manager goes off with Erica. The team goes off with Erica. The hygienist go off. And then you come back and strategize. You have now had massive amount of 
um, buy-in and massive amount of integration of this knowledge. And you don't leave the scene of this new information without a decision. You know, motivation is like fruit. It dies on the vine. It, it, It dies quickly. It's perishable. So by the time you come back on Monday morning and the rah rah is over Tuesday, you get to talking about it and someone broke a crown or whatever, it's gone. So the, I don't believe, and I'd love for someone to comment if they know it, I don't believe in an immersive dental experience that's for dentists, by dentists, for hygienists, by hygienists, for team, by team. I don't think that exists. And it just mm. holds people accountable more than anything. So we've always had that 10 times guarantee. We've always had it. We've never had anybody do it. I'm, I, you know, 10 times guarantee if what you paid doesn't return in the next year, we'll, we'll give you back your money. But now imagine that. I mean, uh, Pete, I mean, you'd probably shoot me, but it could even be a higher than 10 times guarantee. No, I mean, it really like, could. If you have your team, if you bring your team together, they will pull you by your hair forward. It's incredible. You know, well, so, how much uh, is the summit? How much is the summit, guys? Uh, I have to go check the website. 995. Yeah. 995. Thousand bucks. Yeah. So you're... You're, you're saying that anyone attending will get a $10,000 return. I mean, I think oh, that is 100%. Right? 100%. That's on the lower side, looking at some of the impact. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. If you look, Chris, if you absorb, you comprehend, you take home and you execute on, on the method, on, on the, the principles that are taught, then, and you really dig in and play full out, like 100% you will do. You, you, will, you will have a better year, 100%, because you 100%. get what you focus on. All right, new for 2021, we want to invite everyone listening to join us on our private network. It's free to join. Join the conversation at bulletproof.dental. You can even download it in the app store. Just look for the Mighty Network app, and you can download it there. But just point your browser to bulletproof.dental and join and sign up and start collaborating on um, some of the ideas we discuss on the podcast. Um, There's content there to download and um, it's all designed to help grow and stimulate us together. Hope everyone has a great day. All of the stuff that you're going to be on stage teaching around, what's your one piece that if you were to have that one, if, if, if one, if someone could attend four minutes of the summit, what would your one four minute piece of advice be that, that you can give also in this podcast? What would that be? Peter, you go first. What's the four, what's the one piece of the takeaway, Chris? That, yeah, that like, wasn't so, so much of a so softballer, take- buddy. I, I was ready, I was ready to slam it home and I didn't get to slam it home. Well, go <laughs> so, slam I it, mean, buddy. if you were to take of all the things that you could, that you will talk about, right. Um, What's your one single, like you only have four minutes to sit down with someone. What's that one thing that you want them to, that you feel like is the most profound of all the things that you've learned that you will be obviously. Yeah. So from uh, look, I, I will take it. I will go a little bit uh, in a direction of this is that look where I am strong in educating and telling people I have a superpower. Uh, Craig is weak and where I am weak, Craig is strong. And so you will see more of him coming out in the visionary and the team culture and the things like this and, 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 and stressing that you will see more of me going into more of the ops and the building and the marketing, right. And that thing. And so I don't think you can distill it down to what's the one thing. I really don't because you're, there's such a plethora of knowledge, whereas he has multi-location, giant building, you know, multiple doctors. I have four brands and, and, and seven locations and PPO. And, you know, it's just a totally diverse place of, 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 
of expertise, but, but also coming up from day one. Like we've been through the same path, have the same battles, have the same scars. We have empathy for wherever someone is in that, eco, in that life cycle. And so, Chris, I know you wanted, that was your softball, but I think that is the power. I think that is the power of he and I is that, is that we speak in different ways. I like to speak pithy and by bullet points and execute. And Craig likes to get into more of the feelings and the visionary and the why. You have to have both. You have to have both. You have to have both. So I think for me, if 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 Peter didn't, if Peter said, "Listen, your whole thing that you do, I just don't really care about that. I, I need this to be a dental marketing conference, a dental ops conference," I'd have to tap out because I don't, I don't, I I, I think there's a there's a real hunger and thirst for. You know, there's a lot of suicide in dentistry. There's a lot of unhappy people in dentistry, a lot of drug abuse. Dentistry is not, I mean, for, for, I love it, but a lot of people, it's a challenging profession and there needs to be a certain level of um, support for that. And it's not just add A plus B and you'll get C. It's not just add these formulaic things you need. And even, even the text I sent to you today, we had, I'm going to bring her up again. She had this millennial conversation. Oh, this millennial we have, you know, she's, she practices in Australia. And she's like, these millennials, how do you get them to work? And I'm like, hey, one finger pointing out, three fingers pointing back. I kept pinging her with that, like create a strong culture. It's actually a responsibility to, to lead these people. Well, no, they don't work. And I, I beg to differ. And then finally, click. She's like, you're right. You know, it is me. And now she's like, I had the best conversation. She just texted this morning. I had the best conversation. Thank you so much. I don't want to bore you with the details, but it was me. It is us. We have a responsibility to lead our teams. And when we get out of their way, when we give them the information, appreciate them, we can get so much greater reward. It's a virtuous and vicious cycle of, 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 of greatness. I mean, you look at any massive company, any great company, there is an amazing leader there somewhere. It doesn't just happen. Every time I go into a great restaurant, a great anything, I'm like, Where, who's the manager? I got to speak. I just want to, and, and I acknowledge that person. I'm like, dude, you're doing, to the girl, to the guy, you are doing it right here. They love you. There's a restaurant in my area, Suzanne, the chef, it's from a, a little restaurant here. People love her. They don't know how I'm friends with her. I'm like, how do you like working here? How long have you been working? I've been working here for four months. How do you like it? Oh my God. They call her chef. The chef is so good. She's such a good human. She's always looking out for me and blah, 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 blah. Or she'll call me and say, hey, one of my servers has a dental problem. Can I pay for it? Can you give me a payment plan? She just loves her people. And she has, in, the, in a time like now, when people don't want to work because they're getting, frankly, getting the same amount of money to stay home, she's got a list of people that want to work for her. And her restaurant is slammed. They take no, no reservations. And it's just because of her. It's great food plus great leadership. We have to remember that in dentistry, they don't care if you went to Panky. We make it all about us. It's all about people have to perceive value. They have to feel value and they can't judge your crown margin. So I don't care what course you go to to polish your preps or what dental porn you're watching on Instagram and who you're following about their preps and their pictures and their impressions. It's all irrelevant to the consumer, to the person, to your team. They've got to see that you care and they've got to know that you're doing the right thing. It's not a, it's not an either, or it's plus it's additive. I love that. I think that's that's the softball because that's, that's really what it is. If you got, if, if Pete had laryngitis and you got me, you'd get half the value, you know, and and vice versa. Vice versa. Right. So, well, and I think in any, actually, no, not half the value. They'd get like 10 times less value. 
Because in order for it to all to crystallize, you need to create action. You're going to create leverage on your problems. So the leverage, the reasons why you're going to push through and implement this shit on this in the summit more than ever is because your office manager is going to come back with their hair, his or her hair on fire. Like, we got to do this. These are the five things we got to implement. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got- Yeah, and then the, you, you and touched the on that earlier, Craig, that keeping accountability, meaning a divide and conquer from, from the prongs of an office, that you know, the business team, the hygiene team, and the doctor team. And so if everyone comes to that and then they, and then they come from saying like, we got to keep everyone accountable because it's not just one of us coming back all hyped up, like you said on Hopium. Um, it's it's like actually hopium. all of us and I let's like keep that. each other accountable. <laughs> Hopped up on Hopium. I like Hopium, yeah. Um, and and that's- Or or another one like, I should do this. I should do but that. That's trans- but where I'm yourself. going with Greg is that's transformative. Whereas you're right. So many times in my career, if I come back, I'm like, I don't, I don't do this. And you come back, it's like, oh man, I am fighting a lot of friction here at the office. Yeah. But, but, but if you replicate that at scale throughout your teams, the friction goes down by a factor of, you know, the square root of that, if you will. For so sure. um, I love that you bought that because it, it creates accountability and it, and it lessens the friction of, of change inside of your office. If you don't like where you are, don't bellyache about it. Do something about it. Yeah, Naval, I love it. inspiration is perishable. Act on it immediately, Naval Ravikant. Well, I think, you know, I think that is also, it's important, uh, especially in, in, if you look at the summit, I think it, it is super important that there's a hygiene track. Right, because sure. oh, my oh my god, god. Are you kidding like, me? Dude, it's crazy. So I, talk about that a little. Well, listen, I you know, unfortunately, I um, I I have a little bit of a social media problem. Um, you know, I I I consume a lot of information on social media, and I spend a lot of time on you know the dental Facebook channels. And the amount of dialogue, and Pete, I'm glad you don't see it because it would just piss you off. The amount of dialogue, like, oh, these freaking hygienists, and, you know, they want $35 an hour, $45 an hour, and they don't care, and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm lecturing for Invisalign with a, with a hygienist named Valerie Dangler. She, she runs a hygiene consulting company as well or something. And, and she's like, oh, my God, hallelujah. Like, these hygienists are so fed up with their dentists. And, like, guys, we're in a freaking team. Like imagine being the coach of a, of, of a football team at halftime and like they're like, oh, it's the offensive. Team. No, you know, you can't have that. We're all on the same freaking team pulling the same rope. So your hygienists, like Peter and I have said, are your secret weapon. They are. And when a, when a hygienist talks to a patient about Invisalign or FMR or fixing a crown, patients listen to them because they don't put it together that they're getting compensated and they're not getting compensated for that. So, so they, they, they hear it differently. So if you don't have an aligned team, I don't care if you're paying them $20 an hour, they're the most expensive hygienists are the most expensive player on your team. We have hygienists, Peter and I, that are both pushing half a million dollars in collection per year. So I get, I guarantee you, if you look, do their hourly wage and we said their hourly wage, most people would say, that's freaking crazy. I'm not paying a hyg- Oh my God, what is that? Whatever the number is, 50, 60, $70 an hour. That is crazy. But you know what? When you look at their wages and what they do and the percentage of what they are paid to what they collect, they're actually profit centers, not profit squanderers like most people think so you have to develop your hygiene team if you ignore most of what peter and i say but you bring your hygienist and you just listen and you laugh because peter's going to make fun of me and you have a little bit of fun you'll get your 10x guarantee for sure well craig craig one of my favorite things that i i, I hear you and watch you do is when people call their team members employees 
and you call them out right on the spot. No, staff. Uh, they say staff. Staff. It's staff. Or, yeah. or your admin team staff. is front desk. I need a new front desk. I'm like, what happened? The legs broke off the table? What What happened to the desk? Yeah. I mean, words matter. I mean, words really do matter. Uh, you know, and I know it's, it's, it's in dentistry, everything's really, really broken because everybody is venting about their teams. It's just, it's pervasive. And the echo chambers of these Facebook areas are really detrimental. You know, they say like, pick your five closest friends and I'll show you, you know, or show me your five closest friends. I'll show you your future. If your time is mostly on the, the dental Facebook chat room where it's pervasive conversation about insurance companies eating your lunch, competition, hygienists not giving a shit, not being able to get people. People don't care. People don't show up. Millennials suck. That's your future. Great. I'll, just just consume that shit. And I'll tell and call me in five years. And by yeah, the way, Greg, I want to go back to something you said real quick. Some of the quick, moderators, just... Pete, sorry. Some of the moderators are the most abhorrent. I send you because Pete's not on those. So I'll screenshot what the yeah. moderators are saying. The moderators that have 40,000 members, 50,000 dentists. And they're just pissing like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing. And that's nothing. horrible for the industry because, look, Chris, we have, we have evidence that states like if, if departments, when I mean departments from a clinical, we call them departments, right, in dentistry. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> clinical versus hygiene right and if and if it's truly a versus it if it's bifurcated in that capacity and it's really like us versus them i can show you time and time again we both will fail time yes. and time again yeah because and 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 that's not just for dentistry that's in anything right you know? so well they the supply guys are not good with the men they if you're hearing they in your practice they put a patient in here yeah. you know they they always put the patient in the wrong spot who's they no oh, the front desk people you know they no, well, they, we're on the same freaking team. There's no there. yeah, and and if the, if the teams are continually committed to curating care on each other's behalf, meaning if the hygienist is really concerned about making sure the doctor's book is getting, you know, having the conversations with Miss Jones while she's in the chair of like Miss Jones, you know, these I'm worried about these cracks. Let's take some pictures while you're here, and really concerned with getting, getting that care in the doctor's column. The doctor's vice versa, saying Miss Jones. You know, your gums are bleeding a little bit. You know, when's the last, you know, I'm seeing some things on the x-rays. I really want you to spend some time with Kathy across the hall and really just creating this, this complete, comprehensive, oral systemic connection care. That's when the magic starts happening is when everyone's concerned about taking care of, you know, and filling it other ways versus like, well, I'm not spending my time enrolling for the doctor and I'm not spending my time talking about stuff for Kathy. You know, she's an hourly worker and I don't really care, right? And the doc makes enough money. The doc's making enough money. I don't really care. If if that if those kind of sentiments are happening, Craig, and I don't know if they're happening online in these chat boards, uh, like shame on those mother yeah. for doing oh, that. Peter, like you'd be I could take you th there. You should go there with me. I know no chance. No, no chance. I want I want you to see it. These are They're moderators, dense. moderators, like these freaking hygienists and how dare they, how dare they, how like literally, how dare they and our team members, how dare they? Like you got to understand most of our team. And that's so have, damaging for the industry. Just, I know, but that's the loudest voice. We got to do a better job, Peter. We got to do more content, bro. We're up against the, we're up well, against an avalanche of negative. No chance I'm getting on Facebook and, and having no, conversations no, like that. Facebook, but you we know, don't want that to happen. No, but we gotta we gotta talk about that because those ha those have the those you listen negativity spreads faster than positivity. That's what we're seeing on the mainstream media, and I think that's what we're seeing in the dental media. You know, I mean, I, we don't have forty thousand uh, uh, subscribers on our Facebook page. I mean, we're, I don't think we have a Facebook page. But the point I'm trying to make is that negativity spreads. 
and positivity mm. is harder to spread. So I think it's incumbent upon us to do, you know, a higher level of content. If you want, well, Chris, content, you can tell we're excited about new yeah. content, new messaging, new, you know, fighting the good fight against the bad that you just heard of. Right. I think that's, totally. uh, that's important. So we need to, um, we need to flex the, the positivity that we feel in our teams because we have amazing people, but it didn't happen by mistake. And right. And Craig's saying, mm. Craig, as you're saying, like the leadership happens and all that stuff, I'm saying, ah, you know, sometimes I don't get in there and lead the way I should, but guess what? My partners, doctors do. And some of my other people have stepped up and there's, so there's leaders that I have ultimately curated. Right. So it's not me being ground game like you are all the time. And so I was kind of having like a sweaty back, like I'm not all the time in there. Right. But you know, I don't know why I went on that tangent other than we're well, excited. Just, I, think, I think that people, uh, I, I think it's just a natural human behavior to look at what others are doing and saying, oh, it's easy for them. Everybody, dis that's just a human behavior to say like, you know, I'm the hardest working, I'm the one working. And I think that's, so, you know, I'll hear, even my dad will say to me, well, well you're not working today. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you're not seeing patients. I hear that from my dad a lot. Well, you only, uh... you only work two days a week, my dad will say to me. I'm like, no, 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 dad. My clinical days are like, for me, like super, super easy because all I have to focus on, you know? So uh, people, I think, conflate the working with clinical and that's just not true. So when we, as a dental, as a dentist or a practice owner, when you are not doing dentistry, you are working as a businessman. Same thing as 98% of people out there. You have a real job. And I also think that the reason why this is relevant to what we're talking about is they, you know, they, the team, the hygienists, they don't have a license, they, um, not that a license, they don't have the same level of exposure that we do, and they don't know what it's like and blah, blah, blah. And the more, the more selfish and myopic you are, the less of a leader you typically are. The more you think about other people, if you want to know if you're a leader, think about how much you think about yourself versus think about others. Leaders don't think about themselves out of the context about how they serve other people. Are you serving other people? Are you trying to make more? Is it a more? And by the way, those types of thoughts, you will be happier. You know, the over-obsession with self is the road to misery. So we're not even just talking about building a better business. We're talking about building a better life. Like we said in our book, life's ultimate ROI is your fulfillment. It was one of the last lines of our book. Life's ultimate bottom line is your fulfillment. And no amount of zeros, if you, don't, if you lose your purpose, no amount of zeros or pleasure will ever make you feel good. People that will go you know, travel on boats and champagne for six months at a time will eventually tire and wear out and be left with their thoughts. And their thoughts are not good typically. Pleasure <laughs> does not equal fulfillment. And we have, we've tricked ourselves in the society. We've all drank the Kool-Aid that a Ferrari and this, I mean, listen, this is all good. I'm not saying anti-materialism, you know, we all like nice shit. We all, we all, I'm, I'm not saying that, but fulfillment is life's ultimate bottom line and being the leader that you know, you should be, and you can be. And by virtue of your position as a dentist, you are a leader. People look up to you. You're the doc. They revere you. Peter, remember being in dental school when you didn't have that doctor, you had to go to like Dr. Jones to talk to him and just saying Dr. Jones and thinking about Dr. Jones, he had something, there's status, it's implied. Uh, and we, we never want to, we always want to remember that's what we look like to those people, to the $18 or $14 an hour employee. You're the future. You're what the fulfillment is, is so big. And this is as woo woo as I get all the time, but it's been smacked in my face recently, Chris. And it's something that Craig and I will, will divulge. Um, probably in the next coming months about experience we've gone through and, and what I thought I started out 20 years ago wanting as the finish line and then getting right up to that finish line and then recognizing that, holy shit, this changes nothing. It makes me feel no better. 
And so like the quest oh, for this big bucket of gold yeah. and then kind of getting there and saying like, hmm, oh, it's not really sucks. what I really wanted. I really love the game. I love the hustle. I love the <laughs> right. team. I love the people. I love the mission. Right. And don't and love how, the bucket how, of gold that, that I thought. How much, how much life has to be spent though, Peter, to realize that. And the great thinkers of thousands of years ago have figured this all, all this shit out. I mean, this is stuff, you know, what we're talking about right now is not modern problems. Naval always says like old problems are solved by old thinkers. If you want to figure out how to like, you know, lose weight and the keto diet and all that shit, whatever that you're talking about, that might be a, a philosophy of five years old or two years old or one year old or biohacking. But the problems of humanity, of fulfillment, of seeking pleasure, of mission, that shit's been worked out 2000 years ago by Seneca and, you know, uh, Marcus Aurelius. The problem is we believe if we just got to here, if we just got to that, then we're going to be happy. And, and that's just what I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from the mastermind and the summit, by the way, you know, we had that guy that came up to us at the end of our last summit and yeah. we've talked about it many times and said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your podcast. And I, we knew by the redness in his face and the tears welled up in his eyes, we knew exactly what he meant. He was saying, had he not had this voice, that our voice in his ear, he wouldn't have wanted to keep his life. He wouldn't want to keep his life. And that's the crisis that is going on because there's so many dentists that are just like, if I just get to that and they hustle and hustle and they get there and like, oh shit, now what do I blame my unhappiness on? Now what you have to blame it on? You, you had shitty goals. Money solves money problems. So we all had money problems. We all had to eat the ramen noodles. We all had to say, geez, if I could just get a car, if I could just get a nice car, if I could get a house, if we get a nice house. And then you get all that money and you're like, what the fuck? What, what's next? And we have the beauty of a profession where we lead teams, which is massive fulfillment, and we help people. That con combination of leading teams and helping people and doing noble work. And getting to design whatever that looks like. If it's right. multiple locations, if you right. like architecture, if you like buildings, if you like real estate, or you like being a disinimate, you know, you get right. to choose your, it's a choose your own adventure. Right. And that's the beauty of our profession, Chris. Right. It's, it's such, so well put. It's a choose your own adventure. I love that. And there's, well, and so, one thing there's, and there's so many people helped. saying it's got to be this. It's just not that. It is choose your own adventure. I love that, Pete. That's why I like well, one so thing much, you guys Pete. have helped teach me is that, you know, happiness is progress, you know, and, and, and there's so much progress to be had, yet everyone's so overwhelmed. Right. And, um, and, and, and that's what fires me up uh, working alongside you guys, because I, I get to see that impact and progress. And for me, that's the name of the game. So, I mean, I, I'm obviously looking forward to emceeing this event with you all. And, um, and, and, you know, it's, I think it's good. We'll have many more stories to tell of uh, just like the, the ones that, that you guys are telling today. So um, I'm, fired I'm fired up fired and up. mainly because I haven't been to a CE in a long time yeah. and uh, we're going to make this one special and it's, you oh, know, yeah. COVID is, is, is tapering off. Who knows? I get, I get shunned when I say that people are like, no, it's not. I'm like, well, okay. I just muted my microphone because I was coughing. Where did you say oh, that? thanks. But I'm excited about proximity. It's power getting with people who want or growth minded getting in yeah. that circle, right? Joining the mastermind network and getting online with people who share some of the same values and growth that you do or help or getting help. It's just a cool environment to be in. And I can't yeah. wait 
to be in person again, Chris. Yeah, I know. We've uh, Peter every <laughs> single time. Let's just be, let's just be selfish for a second, Peter. Every single time. Look at the high we've been on from that. Like how cool that is. Um, and and then this one being in Texas on 400 acres, and I'm bringing my family. I know you're bringing yours. Horseback riding, zip lining. You know, got 69 days, a couple regular price tickets at a grand, and then uh, the last 50 go for 12.95. So I think that's going to be happening in the next week or two. Um, and unfortunately, now that we got a 200 room block, um, four nights, and Craig, unfortunately, now a lot of I think there's massive scarcity, and this is not like a scarcity tactic of like, hey, buy now. It literally it's gone. Yeah. The rooms are room people are going to be forced to stay in Austin, which is only about 20 minutes away. Um, and obviously, arguably, I should say, arguably one of the cooler towns in this in the cities in this uh, world. States, yeah. So, you know, heaven forbid you have to stay in a really cool town. But I'm saying if you want if you're if you're digging and really wanting to stay on resort, do not delay. And that is not a tactic by yeah, any means. Yeah. And what's the URL uh, for the tickets themselves? Just, just Bulletproof Summit. Or you can go to bulletproofpractice.com and you'll be directed to the summit as well. <clears throat> 69 days, 21 hours, 48 minutes, uh, $1,000 <laughs> tickets, a few left, and then it jumps up to $1,295 and two v- VIP experience tickets left, just two. So uh, Love about it. 20 sold. I'm so fired All up. Right. Even just talking about it again, I'm like, yes, yes, let's do this. Yeah, I know. You know why? Because we help people, and that's why you're mm-hmm. fired up. You got to. We have all, all, uh, all learning is all, all learning is remembering. We just have to remember this is what our true purpose is. Our true nature is to help all of us, um, and uh, we get to help uh, by this podcast. And if you're a dentist listening to this, you get to help by acknowledging your team. Uh, you know that which you appreciate appreciates. Go around to your team. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Let them know there was no leadership training in dental school. Let them know, hey, I know how to do this dentistry stuff really well, but be patient with me. I don't know how to be a leader. I'm learning as I do this, you know, and they will love you for that. People love authenticity and a little bit of transparency and vulnerability. So you can do that today when you That's listen, stop listening, do it tip. today. Yeah, That's go a great in today. Tip. And by the way, I gave it to I a lot of the it. mastermind people. Like, you know, people are like, yeah, people don't love our practice. I'm like, it's your fault. You got to get them to do that. Go hang up with me, actually. Don't spend the hour call that we have. Or as soon as we hang up, do it and text me. And then they would do it and text me. I'm like, oh my God, just walk around and tell everybody you appreciate them. It costs you nothing. Figure out a reason why you appreciate them. There's something in every single team member that you have. Even the ones that you don't really, really love, there's aspects of who they are that you love you love the way you know diane answers the phone even though she makes the wrong appointment for you or whatever just figure out something you love in every single person or something you really appreciate and i wish there was a i wish there was a a statistic greg with that and turnover meaning is is there a direct correlation with appreciation and turnover because we all bellyache in dentistry about oh oh my gosh my turnover it's killing me i'm two steps forward two steps back and if if you know, if you spent five yeah. minutes a day People acknowledging quit jobs, they quit bosses, yeah, they here. quit their boss. Exactly. Oh my God. All right, God. All right. All so much, so much. All right. I think we're over now right, on this guys. one. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was meant to be 20, but you know, you get us started, Chris. Why do you get us so hyped up? Why do you get us so hyped? I know. I know. I know. Well, awesome. Well, we'll see everyone at summit then. Okay. Over now, everyone. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. Take care, everybody.